For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Inspire. Invigorating. Invigorating this life should be feeling energy rushing through your veins. Rid your life of those only feeding off your precious energy. Illuminate conversations that detoxify your spirit. Appreciate and be appreciated in this life. Navigate. Navigate your own journey. Make your own path addressing all eight domains of your life. Brought forth by Dr. Nash. Health, education, personal development, financial, environment, family, spirituality, and recreation, too. Striving for success, not only defined by financial freedom, but intertwined with peace of mind and personal fulfillment. Personal fulfillment, be all that you can be, just like the Army says. Just one can make the difference. You are of vital importance. Importance, impacting each life you touch, considering someone outside of yourself, taking the time to lend a helping hand, radiating, radiating positive energy in every breath you take, every action you partake, engulfing, engulfing in your dream, going beyond your wildest imagination. I, Enigmatic Mahogany, am here to invigorate, navigate, Strive, purpose, fulfill, impact, radiate, engulf. I'm here to inspire you with my pen. And that is that piece. Greetings and salutations. Welcome, everyone, to Inspirational Soul Expressions. I am your host, Enigmatic Mahogany, and I am coupled by my co-host, Mr. Soul Williams, as well, on the line. Welcome to the show, Soul. How is it going tonight? I'm doing lovely. We're ready for the expressions to pop off. Yes, but tonight we are truly in for a treat. But tonight, not only will we celebrate love and peace out of all the anger, all the frustration, all of the hate that is going on in the world, today it's unseen on times where it is ability to be saved in the city. So tonight we will celebrate through Miss Emily Ann, a true dear friend, soon to be sister-in-law, shall I say. She's like a sister to me today, uh-huh. and she will actually be modeling in our upcoming venue as well, being sold expressions. So we're so very excited to have her tonight. Not only will she talk about faith in the city and how she ventured and became a servant for such a magnificent organization, today she's also going to share her testimony with us here at Inspirational Soul Expression. So we're going to go ahead and bring my sister-in-law in and allow her to be a part of this magnificent expression this evening. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the show, Miss Emily. How are you, sis? Good. How are you? Blessed and highly favored. It's been a wonderful weekend. I'm definitely to say I'm in the midst of storms. Still, there's a rainbow that comes and there's definitely a peace in the midst of the storm, and we're so very glad and thankful and definitely humbled to have you on the show tonight. But before we get into Save in the City, I want to give you the opportunity just to kind of speak about who you are, you know, where you come from, you know, your 
back history as well before we get into the organization in which you're a part of. And then we're going to dig deep dive into your testimony and the lessons and the different things that you want to present not only to young women but old women alike because there are lessons that you've garnered in your life that if those lessons have been presented to you previously, it's very well a possibility that you would not have even encountered some of the struggles that you did go through. So y'all know I love to talk, you know, so Emily, y'all know as well, and my brother, because I'm sure DJ Dizzy is listening in as well. But I do want to give you the opportunity just to tell the callers on the line, those in the chat room, just a little bit about yourself. All right, no problem. Well, I'm currently getting my master's at A&M University in social work. I'm 26 years old. I am um, a working student striving to be, be to better myself every day. Um, I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I come from a Haitian descent, so sac passe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just um, a loving person um, overall and um, taking every day one step at a time. Absolutely, and that's what we all can do. And before we kind of deep dive into saving the city, I'm so sure that everyone has had the opportunity to not only see the news but also to see the postings on Facebook and various other social mediums and networks as well. Being that you're an individual that's so full of love, so full of glee and happiness, what is your take on the whole Black Lives Matter scenario with the shootings that have occurred in Baton Rouge and now their police have been shot, some have been killed there as well? When you hear of these stories happening all across the United States of America, how does that make you feel when people consider America to be the free country? Well, as a of a black person, I feel outraged, but as a Christian, I'm aware that God is coming soon. So it's kind of like two takes on it, you know, as a, you know, I have a brother, I have a father, you know, and they're black. And so I'm kind of afraid sometimes for them to go step outside in America. You know, originally we're from Haiti, so we came here in this country thinking that, you know, we're going to be free, but it's, another it's another type of slavery and um i mean i just know that with the all black life matter movement yeah we can express it all we want to but sometimes like i feel like doing all this it takes each and everybody individually to change you know what i'm saying so i, I love the fact that we have the movement black lives matter i love that we're awake now i i feel like we're more awake now more than ever because we're now realizing it. I know that this this has been going on for a long time, but now that we have Facebook, we have Instagram, a lot of people are now realizing it now that we can record things, you know. So it's 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 now we're more awake now more than ever because it's been going on. This is not just happening right now. It's been going on for years. But the fact that we are, you know, we have access to Facebook and Instagram, we can record it. You know, I believe that the Black Lives Matter movement is becoming more powerful now because a lot of people are awake now. So, yeah. Absolutely. And being that you are a Christian woman, a woman of faith, a woman of God, um, just kind of let the callers on the line know how very important faith in the city is in such a midst of so much hatred and so much anger and animosity that is happening from state to state, city to city. Well, with saving the city, it actually humbled me in so many ways than one. You know, um, coming from, um, 
I've been through so much in my life. So, you know, with all that's going on, Satan in the city just tells me that God is coming soon. Like with all of this going on, we could actually go to the book of Revelations and pinpoint what God said, you know, um, how, how he said things are going to go down in the end. And so as a Christian woman, yeah, I'm afraid, but I'm happy because I know that this is going, the, the, God said this was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, we could just go into the Bible and say, well, this is what's going to happen in the end. And so as a Christian woman, I'm not so afraid anymore because I know what it says in the Bible. Now, you know, without saying the city, I never really got into my Bible like that. So, you know, saying the city kind of helped me learn more about scriptures. And, and when times like this get rough, I have a access. I have the access to the Bible so I could read, you know, and um, that's where it intertwines uh, with what's going on today. You know, Emily, for those that may have never heard of Save in the City, let people know how you first came to know Save in the City and know exactly what the organization stood for. Okay, well, Save in the City is an organization for young women. Um, it it um it's it's an amazing organization. It actually saved my life more than one. Um, basically, how I um, came across Save in the City, I was in a really, really bad relationship that kind of almost ended my life. Um, the, the reason how I met Save in the City or how I came across Brittany Morton, which is the founder of Save in the City, basically, um, I was, I lost a baby. I was pregnant. I was four months pregnant, and um, I I lost a baby. I was with a man who, you know, verbally abused me and said certain things that really weighed me down, you know what I mean? And so I kind of needed an outlet, you know, and someone uh, came to me, and they told me about saving the city, and I kind of didn't really, I did my research, but I didn't really go to it. And I just remember when I lost a baby and I lost the man I was with and I was homeless and I went to save the city and I saw a whole new light in what I was going through because I was going through this deep, deep depression and I felt like I had absolutely nobody. But when I went to save the city, you know, Brittany Morton was doing her thing, talking about God, talking about how he's so good. But the thing is, I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to her to speak to me, saying that everything is going to be okay. And when I heard that, in the midst of my darkness, in the midst of the fact that I lost the baby or the fact that, you know, I was homeless at that time or the fact that the man that I thought was going to be my husband left me, I, I felt like, a weight has lifted, and that's how I stumbled upon Satan the City. Ever since then, I've never left. <laughs> I go every Monday. Uh, now it's every second and fourth Monday at um, A&M, Alabama A&M University um, at uh, Morrison Building, and I have never left. I've never left because if if I could be around women, you know what I mean, that's been through, you know, what I've been through and said and say to me at the other side is so much better. I mean, it's just amazing, you know? So, yeah. 
Absolutely. And you speak of something tonight, Emily, that unfortunately is rampant throughout this country as well as other countries in the form of abuse. Um, there's a various domestic abuse months in which we celebrate various domestic abuse organizations that are available for women that are encountering or going through any form of abuse, whether it be physical, verbal, sexual, emotional, or spiritual. So when you were going through that verbal abuse, a lot of times many women, and specifically African-American, oh, that will never be me. And definitely with you having a Haitian background, when you were coming through that verbal abuse, what did you think the cost was? I know you said that you thought that this man could possibly be your husband, but what is it that made you continue to stay in that type of environment? The thing was, um, I have a special case. I was just a rebellious soul, you know. Um, I have a father and a mom, but I chose to rebel for validation, you know. And um, it's uh, it's honestly, like, it wasn't the fact that it was my choice, but I felt like I wanted someone else to validate me, you know. Um, I was looking through validation in all the wrong places. And, you know, I struggled because there's so many um, components that made me get into relationships like that. Like, as a as a black woman, I didn't appreciate the fact that I was dark-skinned. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I struggled with my skin color. I hated my skin color. You know, so I was, so any man who said, you know, you're pretty, you're, you're good-looking, you know, prey on me, I would just go and submit to them. You know what I'm saying? So those kind of guys who preyed on me were abusive men. And so I fell into that. And, and in my culture, you know, it, it, it is um, – it's a, a sign of submission to submit to the man that you're with. So even though I was getting verbally abused, and I had friends telling, girl, you better leave him, in my mind, I felt like if I left him, I had no self-esteem to stand on my own. You know what I mean? It took the last relationship, because the last relationship, I lost the baby. And I know a lot of women, we go through abortions, but we don't really talk about it. And the thing about it was, is like usually you get an abortion with, within like the four weeks you're pregnant, but I was carrying the baby for four months. And anyone, like in four months, you know, the sex of the baby kind of, you could, uh, you know, the heartbeat and everything, I felt like a commitment. This man told me while I was holding his child that, you know, I don't see you being the mother of my child. God has shown me so many signs, but even though I was, while because it was my choice, like I lost the baby and I stayed with him even after the fact, you know what I mean? And what's so crazy is that it took him kicking me out his house and me being homeless um, and, and getting into a domestic violence situation for me to realize maybe this guy doesn't even like me, but that wasn't even it because when I was in jail, because I've been in jail, because we were in jail, um, I thought maybe he was going to bail me out. So even though we went through that, I lost the baby, I was homeless, I thought he was going to come back to me. You know what I mean? I didn't know about God's love and his unfailing love and his perfect love and the love that he has for me. It doesn't matter what I've been through and who I've done it with, that God loves me despite of who I am. And even if I don't love myself, and the thing is, what Satan in the city, I, I will never forget it. Satan in the city put me in a place where I was okay being single because I was single for a whole year, 
you know, and I was walking and talking with God. And it took, it took that whole year for me to find my truth, for me to find my self-esteem, for me to love my skin color, for me to be like, you know what, it's not that bad. And it's funny how me walking, I don't even, like, I'm so to the point where I'm trying to get whole that I'm not even worried about my past anymore. And that's how great God is, you know. Um, I think I answered your question. I was just going on a rant. I'm sorry. Yes, and, and no, absolutely, Emily, and, and very well welcome. And we want you to be able to express um, your full story. Because a lot of times a lot of people say the statement, you know, thank God I don't look like what I've been through. And, and today this story definitely rings true to you because with Saved in the City, something that I truly love about the organization is because there is not, for example, when you go to church, sometimes you feel like you have to dress a certain way, you have to act a certain way. But with Saved in the City, it has welcomed thousands of women from all walks of life across the country to join them. And what's amazing to me is it was birthed just from a weekly Bible study. Um, held on Alabama and University where you're getting your matches from currently. And with the testimony, the organizers saw the need to expand and to reach out to the entire city as well as surrounding areas to be able to touch and impact women from afar. So let me ask you this. When you finally made that decision that you had to leave that negative relationship and you decided that, hey, maybe he does not love me, what are the very important parts that allow you to continue in that fight? Because so many times, even when people decide, oh, I'm done, I'm over, they still unfortunately tend to go back to that domestic relationship because they realize that was a normalcy for them at that time. So what kept you away? What kept you saved in the city at that point, Emily? Well, um, God is really faithful. I just want to let you know that, like, right now, like, that's one thing. The thing about me, I'm a very hard-headed person. And the thing is that God had to meet me in so many ways than one. Um, it wasn't the dream because I had dreams that if I went back and, you know, something worse would happen. But it was the fact that um, he completely wiped, like hid me. And I don't, I, I can't even explain it because at that time um, when I, um, I left the guy. I failed out of school. I failed out of college. I was at Oakwood University. I'm telling my whole business. But uh, I was at Oakwood University, and I was supposed to walk, um, I believe, uh, two, uh, last year. I was supposed to walk. And I wasn't able to walk because I failed all my classes. I became pregnant. My parents didn't know, right? So um, me failing these classes and me seeing my parents being so disappointing in me and disappointed in me made me see like maybe I shouldn't go back. You know, uh, me being homeless didn't do it for me. Me, me uh, losing the baby didn't do it for me. But the, the tears of my father and the thing is my father doesn't cry. And to see him say to me is that if you go back, you really will lose your life. And it's not even your life physically, but your life in every aspect. You know, I, I knuckled down and I graduated college and I got into my master's right after that because I knew that this me, I have a little sister. I have I have cousins looking up to me. And if, if I go back to him, even though he put his hands on me and I loved him, even that, it was, it was the hardest thing because it was a soul tie. You know, when you have sex with a man, you become attached 
in so many ways than one. So even though I wanted so bad to go back, it was everything against me. Like my little sister was looking up to me. My family was looking up to me. You know, my advisors, my guidance counselor, everyone was telling me, if you go back, then we're just going to let go. I had to prove to myself that I'm not what he said I was. I'm going to graduate college. I'm going to get into my master's, and I'm going to get a better relationship with God. And I did so. I did that, but it wasn't easy. Like, I don't want you to think that it was like one, two, three. Every day I cried. I never ate. I was, I was, I was depressed, but it was by the grace of God that I, I even made it through. You know what I mean? It wasn't easy at all. Um, yeah, it was it was the tears of my family that made me just say, I can't go back. I can't. <laughs> Absolutely, and thankful definitely for praying family and for mother and father to sit behind mm-hmm. you, even in those times, because a lot of times in abusive relationships, families get upset. They are mad because you go back. They're mad because you're not leaving. They turn their back and thank God that your family stood strong with you. Now, at this time, not only are you about to get your master's, that's what I understand, Emily. You're also going forward to get your doctorate as well. Is that correct? Oh, yes. I'm going for it all. I'm going for everything the devil said that I couldn't have. I'm going for everything, you know. And the thing is, it's everything in one. Like, I found a new church. I now attend All Nations Christian Center. I go to all um, Save the City. I, I just feel like I have a better foundation than I have I've, I've ever had in my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, to me, even when I feel like the impossible, I, I have people I can look up to and say that it is possible. You know, I, I want to get my doctorate at Howard University. You know, I want to be a doctor. So, I mean, my past, if you looked at my story, you would not think that would go that far. You would just be like, maybe she'd probably get a job here and there. But the thing about God is that he chooses the people who people write off. And that's what I love about my God. Like, I, my credentials are not even that popping. Like, I'm not someone you would think that would get into my master's. Like, if you looked at my story, I'm not that. But the thing about God, he'll pull me out and he'll choose me. You know what I mean? Like, he'll choose me out of anybody. And that's why I love God so much because he loved me first. So, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And I love that because he first loved you. Now, a lot of times as well, Emily, and I'm going to do, let Soul come in as well, but a lot of times in failed relationships, and I, for one, can speak to being a part of failed relationships, a lot of times both males and females get to a point where they give up on love. They give up on the opportunity to even have to try to get to know someone, someone gets to know them, accepting all their flaws and all as well. So coming out of such a drastic relationship, one as we spoke of, unfortunately, that you lost a child, where there was abuse in every sector, what is it that made you give love a second chance? Well, at first, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> I was a little bitter. <laughs> I was a little, I was a little bitter, you know. <laughs> Understandably so. It was, it, was, it was hard. But the thing, <laughs> the thing about it is, is that I don't think I was looking for love. You know, I think that kind of love found me, which it was 
kind of really ironic because I was just like, you know what? I told myself I'm just going to get it straight. I'm going to get my, my apartment, my house under my name, everything under my my name. I don't need no man. I got this. I'm going to do this by myself. I got this, okay? But um, <laughs> God is very – he's a comedian. I, I believe that he's very funny. And I felt <laughs> like <laughs> God, God illustrated in a way that love kind of found me and – I couldn't run from it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I you surely can't, not at this point. <laughs> huh? I said, you surely can't, not at this point. And I think that goes both ways with love being found and sometimes you not even knowing that it's knocking right there at your back door. Um, so I didn't want you to think I was taking over, but you know me and Emily get to talking like we homegirls on the mic. Um, so definitely wanted to give you the opportunity to speak to Emily as well before chiming in with the individuals on the phone line, those in the chat room, and those in the event page. I see those individuals. So thank you so very much for your support in every sector. And so your queen is going to take a back seat and let you have it for a moment. Okay. All right. So, Emily. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me good now? I'm good. All right, all right. I'm doing lovely, man. Just, you know, enjoying the, sh- the show, listening to you and stuff. And uh, I have a question. On the path you walk, you know, what what became your main, your main out, you know, your main out, out you know, your, your main output? What became the, the, the drive that really pushed you? Um, honestly... The fact that um, my past was living and I wasn't, you know, um, that drove me because the end of my story could have been, like, she was going to be homeless, you know. I could have, like, I don't know, got killed or something could have happened to me. And the man who did it to me didn't care. So I said to myself, yeah, I'm living in my car right now or yeah I didn't finish college right now but I have to finish it and it wasn't to show him that I could but it was to show myself that I'm not what happened to me awesome 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 you know what believing in yourself is the most important thing in this world Uh, I don't care you know who tell you anything you know believing in yourself is the drive that Everybody, so that that's you know perfect that you found that drive and even the you know to even find love again. You know, I mean, what is what is it like for you to to feel that love that God you know allows you to have? Um, right. See, the thing is that God loved me first, and He knows my character. So the man that He brought to me is it's funny because you know I'm a very I'm 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 a different type of woman, I believe. I'm not I'm I'm I don't know what to say. <laughs> but the man that loves me loves all of me. You know what I mean? And and it's it, he's patient with me and I've never experienced that before. But when I started reading the scriptures and when I started reading the Bible and saying how what love is, love is kind, love is patient. And that's everything that this man is to me, you know, and so it's so crazy because this man reflects what God has done for me, you know, at times, even when I'm impatient, even when I'm 
popping my mouth because I'd be popping my mouth to God sometimes. I'd be like, God, don't get me out there, you know. <laughs> and this man is like the same. He's patient. He talks to me. He doesn't yell back. Like it's 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 different. And so I I I'm I'm kind of amazed sometimes because I never thought I'd be with someone to love me this way, you know, because I felt like for the longest time I was unlovable, you know what I mean? Like, because I, you know, I've been thrown away before. I've been beaten. This is like my, it was my third abusive relationship. So I thought to myself, maybe I shouldn't, no one is supposed to love me. So when when I do meet this guy and he doesn't put his hands on me and he talks to me and and he loves me, it's just so different. I don't even know how to act. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. That, love, that type of love is beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. I, I share the same with mahogany. Um, Aww. You know, it's, it's, it's beautiful, man. And that, and that love that we display, you know, even, you know, when we show it on Facebook or even out in the public, once they see that strong bond between us, that that type of love spread. That that, that type of love is what God wants us. To, that's the type of God, you know love that He wants us to display because He said and felt that His love is spreadful. You know, it, it's, it's plentiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's beautiful, man. You know. <laughs> And I wanted to chime in very quickly as well, Emily, because when we have a story within us, we have a story to tell. And I I definitely do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I'm definitely to join us, even having to go to work tomorrow to share your testimony live here on Inspirational Soul Expression. But my question that I ask of you is, do you have any future plans of being able to share your story broader um, with more youth, um, more young teenagers, high schoolers, college students, just women, all together to let them know that, hey, if I can get through it, know that you can too. I believe that I, I'm i a very – the thing is God had a plan for me. I, I really never really had a plan really speaking out because I felt like maybe no one would listen to me. But I'm starting to see that I sat back and God is telling people to approach me and so I'm just letting God do what he does, you know what I mean? And the thing is, it's it's crazy because I wish someone spoke to me, you know, and I, I do plan on talking to young women because I feel like there is such a need in it because even college campuses, there's a lot of abuse, like people don't know that, but there's a lot of abuse in college, you know, like it, it, it's insane, but it's just like I feel like maybe, you know, me and God need to go back to the drawing board and speak out because I feel like women need to know their worth, especially black women. You know, we, we we're, we're in a world where we sometimes feel not beautiful, like to wear our natural hair or to embrace our dark skin or to, to just love ourselves, you know. And so I wish as a young woman, you know, I know my mother always told me, you know, you're dark, you're beautiful, but I wish that someone else came out and be like, well, I'm this and I'm beautiful and I'm confident in myself. And so I I feel like I, 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 I will, I mean, I feel like God will make it work, but maybe I, I should do something along those lines. Um, I wasn't really thinking about it, but I, I, if I, if I was younger, I would want someone to come and talk to me. So I might have to do that. 
Absolutely, and I think that you should. Um, I think that you definitely want to be able to reach out to individuals. I could see you going through motivational speaking um, at the Boys and Girls Club, college campuses, um, My Sister Keepers organization. I know that's rampant with various colleges and universities as well because, unfortunately, a lot of times when people are going through scenarios such as the one that you described, they're ashamed. They don't want to tell anyone. So the fact that they're not telling anyone and they're hiding it it's only damaging them more. So I thank you for even being confident and brave enough to be able to share your story here. Now, what I do want to do, because I see we have a few callers on the line as well, Emily, I do want to give them the opportunity to come to the line to speak to you, to share their love. And, of course, you know here at Inspirational Soul Expressions, the way that we give back through our future is through the individuals sharing their expressions, definitely their life expressions, is through their poetic pen. So I do want to give each of the callers an opportunity to do so as well. So without further ado, we're going to bring in our very first caller, and I believe this is Mr. Lydie Edwards. He is a member of the POEP organization, a dynamic gent, a dynamic poet, a dynamic singer, a dynamic artist, all in one. Welcome to the show, Mr. Lydie Edwards. How is it going tonight? I'm fine. I'm at work. It's been a long time. Hello, Mahogany. I missed you. Um, and good evening to your guest. What's her name? Emily. Em- Beverly. Emily. Emily. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations. I got a chance to catch a little bit of what you were saying and, you know, the struggles of being, you know, on a college campus and things of being a, a strong woman. So I just want to, you know, commemorate you and congratulations um, on being featured tonight. And, you know, whatever your work entails, I wish you much success. And, um, being that I'm at work, Miss Mahogany, I wanted to do something for you, and I wanted to do something for Emily to uh, commemorate her and to encourage oh, absolutely. her. Absolutely. Is that okay? It's all right with us. Yeah. All right. All right. See if you know this one. <clears throat> Why should I feel and why must the shadows come for Jesus is my portion? His eye is all the and I know you are me. I said his eye is on the sparrow, and I know, said I know, he watches me. 
Amen. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Thank you. Wow. That's so beautiful. Yes, yes. thank you so much and for the encouragement. And it's good to hear positivity. Um, and we need to, you know, young ladies uh, and artists or writers like yourself, Need to keep coming forward, and, and I want to say this. Thank you, Mahogany, my P.O.E.T. sister, what's up, and my fam, who's always been supportive. I love you much, and I know it's been a minute, but had to take a, a minute from work to call and, and support. She always supports, plays my music. I love you since day one. Um, and tell uh, Soul, uh, when I say I love you, that means I love you as my sister. So <laughs> I want to, you know what I mean? I want to hear what you love you. <laughs> but uh, but it's all gravy, man. Emily, you keep doing what you do. Um, for those of you, you know, out of respect for her feature, I'll just put my information in the event. Um, in Rome, if people want to get at me, but this is Emily's night. I just, I hope you liked it, and I want you to keep going forward. And you got my blessing. Thank you. Absolutely, Mr. Larry B. Ellis, my P.O.E.C. brothers, the A1, love you as well since day one. The support and the family has been real, so know that you are greatly appreciated. We love everything that you bring, even outside of your expressions and your talents and your art. Just the gent that you are, well appreciated, my brother. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day at work today to make sure to take part in this wonderful celebration for Emily this evening. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thank you. That is our brother, Larry B. Ellis, hailing from the POEC organization. Love his talent, love his spirit and expression. Let's see who else we have on the line as well. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Soul Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? My name is Lisa Dabrowski. Hi, how's it going this evening? Hello. Um, I, I enjoyed listening to your story. It was so inspiring, and I could relate a lot to it. I was an abused child, and I went and had um, a lot of abuseful um, relationships in my life. And, um, well, I found out that was because I didn't love myself. I had this big hole inside me that I needed to get filled. And uh, the only thing that could fill that was God and a love for myself. And everything I tried to do, I was so unsuccessful at it. And um, I just kept beating myself up and beating myself up and thinking I deserved all the abuse that I got. And I deserved to be beat down, but that was so untrue. And then when I found God and he filled my heart, I knew that I deserved to be loved and that I was worthy. When I found out I was worthy, nothing could stop me now. I'm a best-selling author. I'm a poet. I have, I have my children in my life. I'm a grandmother now. Uh, I married that, remarried that husband that abused me because I put his ass in jail and he got a lot of good treatment. And um, we have a good life today. And um, God is good. He God is, is all good. the time. Yes, he is. All the time. Yes, he is. Yes, he is all the time. And uh what a beautiful woman you are. And, and I go out and tell other people, other women, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to accept that you are beautiful like you are, baby. Mm-hmm. If you've got, you got a big butt, baby, you were born to be that way. <laughs> if you've got nappy hair, you know what? God loves nappy-headed women. 
That's what I told my daughter. She's ashamed of her nappy hair. Baby, it's beautiful. Yes, it's all about self-love, yes. Beautiful. And once you love yourself, I don't know, like that Whitney Houston song, the greatest gift is love when you learn to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. That, that's that's like, it. you got to love yourself. It's like, like I never had a mama, so I guess mm-hmm. I learned to mama myself. And once I did that, I had God as my papa. And with God as a daddy, I can't go wrong. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I just thank you so much. No problem. No problem. Well, we absolutely thank you as well for being transparent and sharing your story this evening and shedding light to many that have gone through abusive situations. Abuse is real and happening more and more every day than people care to hear about or some are even ashamed to speak to. So I thank you for allowing your voice to be heard. I thank you for giving us the testimony of your life as well and being able to be a part of your children and being able to be with that man once again after treatment because it is indeed an illness. So I thank you so very much, and I applaud you on the many accolades that you have as being a wonderful selling author as well as a poet. So thank you once again from Inspirational Soul Expressions. We definitely hope that you find yourself at home and come to visit us again. Yes, I will. I'd love to come back on with a poem. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Now, if you'd like as well, if you have a poem available now, did you want to go ahead and express a poem tonight as well? Oh, I, I didn't have a, a poem to bring on now. I just saw the topic and I had to listen in because it just hit home so much. Absolutely. Well, we are looking forward to hear your expressions on the mic as well the next time. We welcome you and once again, we thank you so very much. And bless you for all the good work you do. Bless you. Right, bye. Bye-bye. All right. What a wonderful spirit to join us this evening. As well tonight, we are joined by the CEO at Epiphany Radio, my wonderful brother, Mr. Pharrell, the poet. Sometimes he's in the room closet doing a see if he can come on the line this evening. Pharrell, Pharrell, the poet, are you there, love? Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. There you go again. <laughs> 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 to be anywhere in public or whatever. Uh, how you doing? Um, oh my God! Uh, what's the feature's name again? I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? I heard a little bit of your story. I'm just tuning in. I'm on the way to work actually, so I'm I'm out in the streets of Philadelphia broadcasting live. And um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she always catches me anywhere. But I just want to say your story is the mirror that a lot of us look in. You know, so I just want to thank you for being brave enough and, for, you know, and strong enough to stand up, you know, and speak out because uh, a lot of us need to hear that. I, you know, I've been through a lot of that myself. Uh, actually, see, these people, they don't understand that how shy I used to be, see, but God blessed me, touched me and opened up my mouth, and now it's hard for me to shut it sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, I'm very touched by your story. You know, and I feel that I can relate to it immensely. You know, so I just thank you, um, and I feel that. And I'm looking at your picture on uh, Facebook, and I see that light on you. You know, you're shining. I mean, where, where, where's that? You know, what I'm saying. So uh, you're good, and I'm, I just feel good that another person has been touched and and freed from that that bondage. You know, half of that bondage sometimes we put ourselves in that cage. 
you know, due to the pushing and, 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 and pulling and the problem, you know, from, from this world. You know, so but I'm I'm just so thankful that you made it. We made it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on to that glorious light, love. I'm saying and shining for that next person. You know, somebody needs to see that. Somebody needs to hear it. And I heard it, and I and I it just it just filled my cup up, and I feel so. You know, my heart is touched by your story. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Enigmatic. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, yes, e- e- what's up, so What's up, my brother? What's up, bro? Chilling. Hey, man. So, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm, 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 I just sat down on the park bench real quick. Uh, I got a little time. So, I'm, I want to do a little piece. Um, and express how I feel, you know. And this piece was really written to me. I don't know how good you got hear me. Can you hear me pretty well? Yeah. I okay, I got cars going past and everything. Um, <laughs> this piece is called Have You Forgotten? Okay? All right, Have You Forgotten? Thank you. <clears throat> have you forgotten those days of inner turmoil? They may be gone. The storm may be over, but it's returned The pain, the hurt, the tears, the thorns, the lonely nights, cold days, the dismay. It ain't that far away. Have you prayed today? Thank God, read the word, gave praise or thanks. Have you forgotten? Bloodshot eyes, morning, noon, and night. Thoughts of ending your life. A life that felt dead inside. My soul, my soul, have you forgotten? When he opened up your eyes, God... And washed away the wise, the tear stains, those feelings of depression, suicide. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? Note to self, repeat, do over, rewind. Do we need to be reminded? Addicted to nonsense, relapsing, want to go back in. Take this medication. Slap yourself, wake up, you come too far, two steps back, your past is waiting. This time can be your last time. This time could be the last time. <laughs> the reading left defenseless. No defense against Satan. Have you forgotten? Wow. Hands of God, you let go once again, depending on self, but it was self that got you in it. Note to self, meditation, meditating, taking that medication, remembering the tears, the lonely nights, crying, the depression, thoughts of suicide, the vision, that coffin on my knees, praying, Bible wide open, words spoken, rewoken, I haven't forgotten, I haven't forgotten. In peace. And that is that peace, Mr. For Real, the poet, that inner tone world that we do with the pain, the hurt, the tears, the dismay, it's not too far away. Don't you remember? Have you been prayed today? The thoughts of ending one's life. See, God washed away the wise. Do we need to be reminded this time could be the last time? There may not be a next time. And unfortunately, so many folks realize sometimes it's the self that got you in it. Allow it to be a rewind and play so that you will be able to fast forward 
have you forgotten. Thank you so very much, my big brother, Epiphany represent. Take your socks off for real, the poet Douglas. Uh, yo, so if I can just say before I step off, right, is that, and what I meant by that, that, that was to myself, that was a reflection of myself. Sometimes we're blessed out of our situations, and we forget the same way we used to pray when we were in it, you know? We pray doing the dishes. We pray walking up the steps. We pray, we pray, pray, Lord, take me out of that situation. And when we're blessed and touched, sometimes we forget that same prayer. We don't pray the same as we used to. Our past is only one step backwards, and you can turn around and be right back in it. We're moving two steps forward, but Satan the enemy is ready to make us take that one step and look back and retrace those steps. So, you know, keep on praising, keep on thinking, keep on taking that medication that got us out of that situation. If that medication happens to be God, you got to keep on taking it one day. With that being said, God bless you, my sister. Love you. I don't even know you, but I love you. So uh, <laughs> what you doing? Keep shining bright, young lady. My love. Thank you. Much love. Enigma. Much love. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to go in this building and take my socks off at this job. Hey, love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Much love and appreciation. And we see you all up in SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, and please believe you are in the studio. We'll be playing those tracks out for real, the poet Douglas, come Friday. And please believe as well, not only does he make tracks, but he produces tracks. So get at him. Epiphany represent much love for real. One love, babies. Baby, baby. <laughs> Take them socks off. <laughs> One love. That is my big brother for real, the poet Douglas chiming in on the streets of Philadelphia as he proceeds to go to work. He's always supporting, even from the broom closet, and words could never show or display our appreciation for him. Let's see who else we have on the mic tonight. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Soul Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? Yes, you had a pleasant speaking with Donnie Carter from Devonport, Iowa. Hi, welcome to the show. How's it going? First of all, I want to say that it's a pleasure to, you know what I'm saying, understand, to be in the presence of some true black sisters who are willing to expose their inner self, you know. And, um, you know, the sister Emily said a deep message on the, on the phone, something that I've just re- um, really been through in regards to relationships. So, you know, I want to open this up with a little um, a poem called A Woman Versus a Man Hold Up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, we as in a whole race, specifically black, must know a woman is a holder from a man's failure and a man is a holder from a woman's success. Us men retain a woman in a perpetual state of options instead of choices, forcing her to reside in our custody of deception, infidelity, and prolonging headlock, limiting her desires and yearning to escape our falsehood and gain a freedom of joy and success, making her feel whole instead of the cold with a Make her feel whole instead of the, of the cold with a humidity of 10% BS that we produce in an attempt to provide her a false image of what we really are. Due to the pride and ego that we hold as a man, petrified to be a square, paranoia of the noise and whisper from our society forces us to portray and believe of our fallen peers and fallen brothers. In return, she knows the potentials and internal motives of a man 
Knowledge enough to understand letting him go will be self-destruction on his behalf, but ignorant enough to keep him and feed him, hoping hoping her belief deceive her or this man who she stuck with will transform into a better man than the man that he shows in darkness behind the mask that he half wear that expose the eyes of a man who cry behind closed doors but in open appears to be hard. Thus, we still fear there's no other black woman who can still breathe after suffocating the life of a slow death she escaped. Wow. Uh, uh, uh. A yeah. so poignant. I'm sorry, go ahead. What's that, sister? You know, I um was patiently listening to uh, Emily, and, you know, her story really touched me because, you know, I myself just came out of a relationship that was exactly 100% the same, you know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I kind of grew from that because, um, you know, with her story, you know, I ain't going to get deep over to mine because tonight is her night, cause, you know, because she knows Shannon right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, Emily, you know, your story is really moving and it's touching because I can relate to it, you know, because you – at the end, really didn't let no man define who you is as a black woman, despite the color of your skin, because society for so long has portrayed us to believe that dark skin is ain't the skin to be. So we get perms in our heads. You know, people say, oh, I got good hair, like as mm-hmm. if uh, rough hair isn't what um, tends to be, you know. There's no mm-hmm. such thing as good hair or bad hair. There's no mm-hmm. such thing as in dark skin or light skin. You know, how can you put a, a complexion on skin? Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, sometimes it kind of aches me to see, you know, um, black women, you know, around here saying, you know, I got good hair or, boy, boy your hair so nappy. You know, I love my nappy hair, you know. You know, God bless me with this on a daily basis. You know, I don't, you know, I don't even got to comb it, but, you know, I still love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to let you know, Emily, that, the man that you with right now is a true gift from God because God telling you that you was patient enough to understand that at some point in life you get tired of being sick and tired and it going to come to you because I realize in life myself that, you know, I to myself, it's hard finding a good woman these days because everybody, because every woman want to either smoke, drink, or whatever. You know, what happened to going to school? You know, you... Tell a woman, oh, yeah, I'm in school. She say, oh, you a lame boy. You know, like, mm-hmm. how can you define education as a symbol of a squareness, you know? But this is what society and our culture kind of really holds, you know? And, you know, it's really a blessing to have this, um, you know, the station on every Sunday and Thursday, you know, to let brothers and sisters know that, you know, there's hopes to life out there in our struggle. And society don't define us. As it as in a culture or society as as it, we can't get further in life because clearly if there was a clearly if Barackin office ain't no the sky ain't the limit it go above and beyond that you know. Mhm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's right. right, and you know her story kind of touching. So I just was just sitting back listening to it, and you know, and it's. Pay me to know that sometimes, you know, we as a man, I myself is a prime suspect of this in our own past. You know, I used to treat women that who good women too. Like for some reason, we we become so fascinated by the ones who really 
stagnate our growth or in, or impede our progress. But mm-hmm. the ones who try to move further, we treat them as as if they just a symbol of our imagination. But really, you know, we are really confused because we don't really know what we really want. Right. But then, exactly. So then, when we see her succeed or be with another man who who really doing something for her and you know she doing something for herself. Now she made success. We become envy of her and that um you know that that typical guy who she's with. But we should be mad at ourselves because you know we had a chance and we had opportunity to grow with our better half or our, or our other half, like I say, you know. Right. Right, and you know it's just kind of moving me, you know, because I just um, came out of an abusive relationship of a woman myself. You know, she was so abusive to the point where you know I just got tired of being sick and tired. You know, got tired take advantage of, take care of her, almost like taking care of another, um, another child, you know, and, and I got tired. So I had to let her go so much and so bad that I didn't want to let her go, but I knew she was toxic to my well-being and my mm-hmm. welfare. So I had to, and sometimes we got to give up things that we cherish, you know, um, in a sentimental way because we know that making that sacrifice going to be in a much better and rewarded return in the future. Mhm. Exactly. That's exactly it. Once it once it becomes toxic. Yeah, very it, toxic. It it you just have to let. It doesn't matter how much you you want it because the thing about God is that He will let He will never let you self destruct. He'll let something happen. He'll let you see it and He'll let you go through it. You'll go through it and you'll make it out alive. But then he'll he'll let you go through it so he can show you, like, this is not what he wanted you in the first place. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be with someone who's going to love you unconditionally, no matter where you are in life. Because you you deserve a helpmate. That's what Adam had Eve, you know. And so when you're with someone where it's toxic and it's not working and you're pulling and tugging, it's not what God wanted for you in the first place. You know, mm-hmm. and so removing yourself was the best thing to do, you know, and it's hard because you love them and then you had sex with them. So there's so many other things that's going to play that you don't want to leave them right away, you know, but the thing is, it's for your own good to free yourself because you'll know your worth, your worth exactly. not to toxic your mind. And once they toxic your mind, that's it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter about nothing else. Once your mind is lost, you're gone. So, And that's so deep because, you know, that's crazy you said that because I asked her, you know, I asked um, that sister, you know, I said, you know, exactly what do you want out of life? You know, I have no problem growing with you, but you got to meet me halfway. And mm-hmm. if you ain't willing to meet me halfway, that means... Um, I'm walking in my own shoes, and like when I walk in my own shoes and I stumble, you know how can you pick me up? And you know I sat down one night, and you know I wrote a poem because I'm a um, poet myself. And you know I thought about how can a woman's soul be so cold because she never really worked, and you know I was basically the provider. So I was like, you know you would think a man don't want to work because a man, you know he do many things, you know he get in the streets and grind or whatever, but for a woman on a to not want to work, to me that becomes so unattractive in so many ways. And, you know, I ask myself, can I name two things that I want to be with her? And, you know, I really couldn't name one. And, you know, that's that's when I knew I had to let her go, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Let it go. Regroup, rethink it. At some point, we do have to begin to let go. And what I want to do very quickly, because I realize that we do have a special guest on this evening as well that's actually waiting to speak to you, Emily. So I'm going to pause this particular connection very quickly. I want to make sure that we do give you the ability to speak with this individual. They've been waiting quite some time to speak to you directly, so I do want to bring them in. But before I do, I want to be able to give back to you because I realize that your time is limited, um, Ms. Emily. So without further ado, my signature piece would definitely coincide with tonight's show I would like to share. And once again, everybody, you have been tuned into Inspirational Soul Expressions, hosted by none other than myself, Enigmatic Mahogany, and my soul's companion, Soul Williams, of the POET Network. And this piece goes, can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Pressing forward no matter the setback. See, God has my comeback at place. At times I grow weary. At times I grow sad. And sometimes, y'all, I, I just want to throw it all in. But then I'm reminded of just how blessed I truly am. No matter the trial or tribulation, no matter the sin one is cast, you too are saved by his amazing grace. See, I'm quickly reminded of the story of Elijah. See, Elijah was a prophet sent to bring people closer to God, but see, Elijah faced much adversity. All of the people mocked his Lord and Savior. Queen Jezebel, who even sent for his life to be taken, in response to all of her followers being killed by the order of Elijah. Elijah became discouraged. After all God had done to prove that he was indeed God, Elijah became angered that his life was still in danger. But see, then God showed up in that cave and showed up his power. God sent a wind to tear through the rocks of the mountain. The next came an earthquake that shook the mountain. The land around him became consumed with fire. When things, people, and world and storms begin to rage around us, we have to hear God's voice. When we begin to pray and worry, God is there. We just have to silence ourselves and listen to his voice. Am I speaking to you yet? Quit trying to solve your own transgressions and leave them on the altar. See, God has sustained me far beyond my imagination. First Corinthians ten thirteen states it best. There is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. So you may feel like you're about to fall over that cliff. You may feel that you're at your wit's end. Remember, in life, there are no easy roads. We will get discouraged. People will try to tear us down, but at the end of the day, we can't stop, won't stop. For God has an escape. He will never leave nor forsake you. See, our failures and our shortcomings do not cause God to lose faith in us. Know that he is not done with us yet. We will go on to do great things. So encourage y'all, but sometimes you have to encourage yourself. When you get to feeling down and feel there's no way out, remember the story of Elijah. Can't stop, won't stop. Maybe you can't find yourself in Elijah. How about Jacob, Gideon, David, Solomon? Just common, folks. See, Jacob was known as the master of deception. Gideon, insecure. David, an adulterer and murderer. Solomon, an unwise lover. But see, God used all of them. And can use us too. God used Jacob's life to secretly prophesy about the Messiah's first coming to earth. Gideon was summoned to call an army. Through David's life, God built a king. Solomon was granted wisdom. Through Emily's life, we have a motivational speaker. So no matter the road you may have trod, no matter if you had a child out of wedlock, no matter if you've been incarcerated, no matter if you're struggling with an addiction, you and I can still be used. Can't stop, won't stop. 
And that is that peace. Now, tonight, Emily has spoken of finding love and love finding her over again. Tonight, her soul companion is on the line supporting her in her venture and her dream, and that is none other than my little brother, big brother, DJ Busy, in the house. Welcome to the show, DJ Busy. Oh, wow. What up, (laughs) Hello. What's up, bro? Yeah, busy in the building. One time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mr. DJ Busy, I know that it was definitely a shocking path for you and Emily to intertwine and to become one and share in your dreams and your passions. The things that she's spoken to this evening with your patience and coming through the various relationships of her past, allowing her to know that it's okay to be hurt, but having that gentle touch to be able to comfort her and to allow her to see the woman that she is. Let us know of that experience because you have such a close connection with Miss Emily. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we both have passed. We both, you know, we both been hurt in different relationships. Um, but I think your past is necessary for you to learn from it. Your past is there, so uh, when it does go right, you you've experienced all the wrong. That now you're able to appreciate and accept the right way. You know, what I'm saying like people have get their heart broken all the time, but when you encounter somebody that doesn't play with your heart but actually guards your heart, it's a blessing. You can't you can't you can't you can't you can't, you can't get that everywhere, you know what I'm saying? You meet people all the time, you encounter people, you know, we've all had relationships, we've all gone through relationships. Um, but when you encounter somebody that cares about you as much as you care about them, that's a rare occurrence and you gotta appreciate it and you gotta hold dear to it. And Emily, to hear those words, to hear those comments coming from your better half, DJ Dizzy, how does that make you feel? The thing oh, is, I'm not, I'm not, wait, huh? wait, my bad, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, he tells me this every day, you know. Um, so it's not for show. <laughs> he tell he affirms me every day, and like I said before, is I see God's love when he speaks to me, you know, I know it's genuine and I know it's real, you know, so um, it's definitely new to me coming from abusive relationships and being dogged out for like my whole dating life, you know, to be with a man who truly is patient and loves me for who I am, you know, with no makeup on, you know, just me, you know, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. And DJ Daisy, were you about to say something else as well? Uh, all I was gonna say is just, is just um, you know, you you gotta cherish the ones that cherish you. And a lot of times, I feel like we we prioritize and uh, give our all to the wrong people, and so in 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 turn, what happens is. We we put up so many walls to guard ourselves that yeah it keeps it keeps you from being hurt but it also keeps you from receiving love. Um, and so one thing that you know I've allowed myself to do and she she as well is just you know although we've encountered what we've encountered in our past, 
um, we've allowed each other to to be vulnerable with each other, and I feel like you know vulnerability is is what strengthens a relationship uh, because at the end of the day, if if you you know if you're with somebody and you still have walls up, they they can't really get inside to the inner you. And that's one thing I can say about us is like we may you know we may have our disagreements at times. But even when we have disagreements, I, w- I, would, I wouldn't want to disagree with anybody else. Oh. <laughs> and in the light of my mother, mushy, 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 mushy. Yeah. It's definitely an amazing thing to see love manifest, and definitely for those that have been hurt in the past and be able to still maneuver through it to be able to get beyond the hurts of the past, to take those lessons and wisdom into a new relationship and allow God's love to manifest into a beautiful relationship. Your support of Emily is definitely well appreciated, and your support, of course, of Soul and I are greatly appreciated more than you know. I'm DJ Dizzy is also a very interesting part of Soul Expressions live venue. Um, both of them will be a part of the venue, so we thank the both of them. As always, I know you both are pushed for time, but if you could, we have two more callers. I do want to give the opportunity, Emily, to ask you any questions or maybe provide you feedback. Do you happen to have just a few more moments? I know we're a little over, um, but if you have a few more moments, that would be great. No problem. All right. Well, DJ DZ, that's what we represent. This is the Botox and Stiletto couple, for those that don't know. Um, pictures coming to a screen near you um, very soon. But I'm going to put DJ DZ on the comfy couch um, as we bring in these next two callers um, just to make sure if they do have any. Well, actually, one. Um, looks like one actually just came off, but there's another queen on the line this evening um, that has truly been supportive of not only inspirational soul expressions, but enigmatic soul expressions, and just women, queens in general. And this is none other than this all-around queen, so I want to give her the opportunity very quickly to chime in. All-around queen, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. Good evening, queen. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Just listening today. Wonderful. Well, we thank you and we welcome your presence. As always, you know I have to acknowledge you when you do come in the room. So even if you're just listening, that is absolutely fine. But we greatly appreciate yes. your spirit, your presence, I, and your I, energy. I've been inspired because, you know, um, I was listening to her story, and it's just awesome how she has overcome so many things and made it to this plateau. And I just want to thank you for always bringing out the best in people and um you yourself are just a wonderful inspiration to our poetry, to people, and to our movement. Oh, Queen, you're going to have me in tears. I love you, Queen. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. And when I tell you, I cannot wait, and I'm hoping that you will be in Myrtle Beach. It is a force to be reckoned with. I've had the wonderful pleasure of meeting this Queen beyond the radio. I've met her at the DTC, which is the Black Poetry Cafe, for those that are unaware. And she is a queen through and through each day of her life. She is truly a movement within itself, the knowledge, the wisdom, and the committee flair that she brings everywhere she goes. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate everything. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
that was my queen all around queen, and I thank you once again for allowing her story to be manifested and for her to be inspired by you. This is what this show is all about, to be able to inspire and to also be inspired by others. Um, Emily, looks like we have a real soul on the line, but I believe he's just still chiming in on the line. But, Emily, before we close out, I do want to give Soul Williams the opportunity for any final words. And, Emily, you will be the last voice that we will hear tonight for any words of encouragement, uplifting, or any just final thoughts that you want to leave on the mic tonight with us. Okay. So, Williams, the mic is yours. I would like to thank everybody for coming on to the show. Um, thank you, Emily, for coming and being a feature tonight. You know, you were a great inspiration. Uh, a lot of people uh, can see, you know, themselves and you, and they can see the God in you. That's you, you know, because, you know, your growth and yourself is the most powerful thing you can think you don't have control of. So. Thanks for coming. Thank you, everybody, for coming on the show tonight um, and joining us and following us and supporting our cause. And my last remark would probably be um, just take every day one step at a time and don't forget to take God with you. Um, Every day is going to be... It's going. You're going to find yourself in a place where you feel like you can't go further. But the thing about God is that He already has a solution to your problem. And just take every day one step at a time, and um, know your worth. Just know your worth, and know that you are a child of the King. And that's it. <laughs> All right, I know that I said that Emily would be the final voice on the line. However, it does appear that your heart's companion does want to have a final word as well. So, DJ Dizzy, the mic is yours. All right, I appreciate it. One thing I want to say is uh, I'm just proud of you, E. I know that, uh, you know, between me and you, we've had a lot of conversations about you being a motivational speaker and, you know, telling your testimony and telling your story to uh, help other women that could potentially be in the same situation that you were in or be in the same hole that you were in to help to help pull them out. But tonight, I just want to congratulate you and tell you how proud I am of you for not only just, you know, uh, speaking on your past, but allowing others to be blessed by what you overcame. And I just want to let you know I'm proud of you. I support you. And together we're going to be a power couple. <laughs> Two motivational speakers in one, you know. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, baby. All right, everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in tonight. It has truly been an inspiration. Continue to inspire and be inspired. T-O-E-T, Enigmatic Mahogany, and Soul Williams signing out. Everyone have a blessed evening. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.